0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Good.
1: You ready for the show? I am. All pumped up? Very much so. (laughs) I can tell. I am ecstatic. (laughs) I can tell. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog where we have uh, another of our favorites, the uh, Paper Parks. They now have a Disneyland pop-up map.
0: That's right. Disney Paper Parks. You can make a pop-up map of Disneyland Parks. Uh, and this celebrates the one-year anniversary of the Disney Paper Parks project. Uh, so they created this special map project, uh, and it was worked on by architects and designers with Walt Disney Imagineering. Um, so this is, of course, a paper project with a set of instructions and printable 3D activity sheets, in order to do this activity, you must be able to use scissors, glue, tape, and fold along lines in specific directions. I'm
1: sorry. That disqualifies you, Tony. Yeah, why? You can't use glue.
0: Uh, that's true. <laughs> I can use safety scissors, though. I am allowed
1: now. Now, yeah. Now, yes. All right. Also from the Disney Parks blog, they have a story about Harmonious.
0: That's right. Harmonious, a story of global connection and celebration, is the new nighttime show that's going to debut at Epcot on October 1st as part of the World's Most Magical Celebration. And uh, they have uh, released some behind-the-scenes uh, shots from the testing of Harmonious. Okay. So it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, The show itself, as I said, is a celebration of our global connection. There are three distinct chapters in the show. Uh, The first one, uh, let's see, Uh, it begins with sunrise as the world awakens around us. We set out on a journey that takes us across the globe. Uh, It's a dazzling and diverse feast for the eyes and ears from the South Pacific to the Middle East to India to the European nations and so much more. Um, So, yeah, are you looking forward to Harmonious?
1: Yeah, I'm. you know, I liked... Um,
0: illuminations.
1: I did like Illuminations, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see something new. I don't love the barges and, you know, the big stuff that's in the center of the, uh, the lake there. But right. um, it's there. So <laughs> I think hopefully the show will be good. I'm excited to see it.
0: Right. We, we haven't seen Epcot forever yet.
1: I know. It is supposed to just be an interim thing. So it's like actually
0: Epcot not forever.
1: Right, exactly. Because it's
0: only a short-time show. Yeah.
1: So. Okay. All
0: right.
1: Last story from the Disney Parks blog. We have foodie news.
0: That's right. A bunch of exciting news coming. Uh, And that is that uh, a number of restaurants will be opening across property. Good. Uh, The first one is at the Yachtsman Steakhouse, which is at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. That is going to be reopening August 5th with the booking window beginning on July 29th. Uh, Yachtsman Steakhouse serves. Steak. Very good. Well, you're good.
1: I know. Thank uh, you for asking me a question I could answer.
0: And then over at uh, the resort that became my favorite during the pandemic, and that is Coronado Springs.
1: Just are you? That was your favorite before the pandemic.
0: No, I'm. I'm a. You know, I'm a big Pop Century fan. I love Pop Century.
1: Yeah, I think the problem, the the transition from uh, Pop Century to Coronado has been that the price went up so high with Pop Century that the. To stay at Coronado was almost the same price. So,
0: and why not? even though Coronado is a moderate resort, you get some deluxe amenities. You
1: do. Which yeah. is what
0: I enjoy. Yep. Uh, so, over at Coronado Springs, um, their uh, restaurant called Toledo uh, Tapas Steaks and Seafood is going to be reopening. Uh, they are also going to reopen on August 5th with a booking window available beginning July 29th. Good. Um and uh, in the Magic Kingdom one of your favorite restaurants is getting ready to reopen. What? Columbia Harbor House. Oh,
1: thank goodness. That's
0: right. Uh it's kind of on the corner there of Fantasyland and uh and and Frontierland. Mm-hmm. Uh now Liberty Square really, I guess. Yeah, yeah yep. Liberty Square. Um and uh Columbia Harbor House is going to reopen on August 5th. That's wonderful. Because it is a quick service restaurant, there is no booking window to uh, right. to open for that.
1: Yeah, it's but, probably uh, my favorite quick service in the Magic Kingdom. So it was a real big bummer when it wasn't open um, the, what, four times we went in the five, past five, year? Five times five we went times in we went the past year. year.
0: That's right. Uh, and of course, they serve uh, mainly seafood there. Uh, and all of your favorites are back, including the Lobster Roll and Trio Platter uh, and their Hush Puppies.
1: I've never gotten seafood there.
0: Never? Really? No.
1: It's just the chicken fingers. We usually get the chicken okay. fingers and fries there. Oh, no, I have. I've gotten their fried fish. Yeah. I've gotten their fish and chips. I thought so. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and if you don't want seafood, uh, they have the Lighthouse Sandwich, which is hummus with tomato and broccoli slaw on multi green bread.
1: Which some people really like. It sounds not great, but I've heard it's very good.
0: Gotcha. And then the last restaurant that's going to be reopening, um, also a quick service restaurant, is Pizza Safari in the Animal Kingdom. Uh, and they are going to reopen on, take a guess...
1: August eighth.
0: No, August second. The other three astronauts all open August fifth. So Pizza Safari, of course, will open on August second.
1: Okay. See, I didn't even remember that you said the fifth, so mm-hmm. I, that's why I couldn't predict. But it didn't matter because it would have been wrong anyway.
0: But let me. Here's an answer you, you can uh, you can give me. Pizza Safari serves pizza, pizza, and I what they call Italian food.
1: <laughs> nice. Yes. All right. Um, the park hours have been released for the Disneyland Resort through September eleventh.
0: That's right. Uh, so now they have the operating hours from August 15th through September 11th. Uh, the Magic I'm sorry, the Magic Kingdom, the Disneyland Park will open from 8 a.m. and close at 11 p.m. daily. Oh. That's a, that's a long day. Yeah. Uh, and over at Disney's California Adventure, from August 15th to September 8th and 10th, the California Adventure will open at 8 a.m. and close at 10 p.m. Uh, on the September 9th and 11th, California Adventure will open at 8 a.m. and close at 6 p.m. due to the Oogie Boogie Bash, which is a separate uh, hard-ticketed Halloween event.
1: Right. Okay. In California Adventure, um, half of Flo's V8 Cafe outdoor seating area has been reopened.
0: That's right. We mentioned last week that half of the pump area in uh, Flo's V8 Cafe had been covered with scrim, uh, and that was because they have refreshed the paint Uh, And I guess did a little work on the neon. Uh, And now that that seating area is open and they have scrimmed off the other area.
1: Okay, so Um, we know what's going on So the other half
0: of seating is being done.
1: Good. All right. Um, At Carthay Circle in California Adventure, um, Chip and Dale are now meeting guests.
0: Yeah, socially distanced, of of course, at Carthay Circle. And uh, they just kind of goof around. They look very... Uh, very dashing in there. I don't know. That's kind of like a bowling shirt and uh I don't know, they look very in like 1930s. Yeah. Uh they do look adorable. Uh they look better than the cartoon version of them. Uh and uh, you know, they're there along with other characters, so yep. you can get your fill of selfies with them.
1: Very good. Um, this is a little sad. Um, but Zippity Doodah has been removed from the let the Magic Begin Welcome Show at the Magic Kingdom.
0: That's right. It's uh, It's been removed from other areas of the park and other shows, uh, and now they have removed it from the Let the Magic Begin Show at the Magic Kingdom. Um, they used to play an instrumental as characters entered the stage, um, but uh, they have they have taken that song out, and uh, eventually they will be replacing Splash Mountain with a new attraction since Zippity-Doo-Dah is like the main song in Splash Mountain.
1: Right, yeah. Okay. In Frontierland at the Magic Kingdom, uh, construction walls have been put up around the Frontierland boardwalk. I don't think I've ever heard it called that. Right. But that's interesting. I know exactly what they're talking about. Uh, That's in front of the Prairie Outpost and Supply Store.
0: Yeah, that is the – it's a boardwalk because I guess it's – they didn't have sidewalks back then. They were – Walks made out of boards, Boards, so hence, hence, it's it's a boardwalk.
1: It's a good spot to stand for parades and stuff. That's what we've spent our time doing. And and that um, Prairie Outpost there has has like it's like a candy store as well as um, just a basic souvenir shop,
0: right? Yeah. And uh, it looks like they are doing some work on the uh, the boardwalk itself.
1: Oh, okay, good. You don't want those boards popping up. That's right. Uh, Another one of the Disney Fab Fifty statues has been released.
0: That's right. And this one is Pooh and Piglet. And this is going to be at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and this was announced by George Calagritus, who is the Disney World 50th anniversary global ambassador. All right. So uh, that's exciting news. I believe that is now eight statues that have been released.
1: Good. Uh, moving on to Epcot. The refreshment outpost, which is across the drawbridge from the China Pavilion, uh, now has their mallets and truck returned.
0: That's right. The mallets are there because they have some things that kids can bang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the truck is there because it's something that kids hang on. Right. So if your kids enjoy banging or hanging, they can go mm-hmm. to the refreshment <laughs> outpost again. Uh, I always think the refreshment outpost gets like a, uh, gets a short end of the stick. Yeah. Cuz it's kind of this little corner in a path that's supposed to celebrate Africa. Yeah. And it's just like And all they
1: sell is like Coke, right? You can buy
0: Coke products and frozen Cokes and some souvenir. They have the wood carver there who's usually doing some some woodwork. Um, right. but you can buy African-inspired items. And it's just like like they didn't want to give Africa a pavilion. Yeah,
1: they just gave them like So a they Coke gave them stand. like they gave
0: them a corner on a sidewalk and let them sell soda's there.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah, so the mallets are instrument mallets um, for the kids to, well, anyone. You don't have to be a kid to play the instruments that are there.
0: You can be a kid at heart.
1: That's right. Uh, And that's nice to see come back. They had taken a lot of the interactive things away at Disney, um, which was hard for the kids, I think. And so now some of those things are coming back, and that's good news. Yes, it is. Um, Another Fab 50 statue. I'm pretty excited about this one. The Edna Mode statue.
0: That's right. Edna Mode from Pixar's Incredibles was announced on the Instagram account by Pixar art director Bryn Imagere. Uh So uh, I guess that is now nine statues have been released for the Fab 50.
1: All right. In Hollywood Studios, we have an update on the um, work that's being done at the dark room.
0: Yeah, the dark room, which is on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, it's—I uh, would say it's where they sold camera equipment, but it's—it's it's kind of where the photo pass stuff gets handled. Uh, they do sell some photo equipment, flash drives, and whatnot, but it's not like the old days when no. you needed to go buy film
1: or a flash,
0: right? Um, but uh, the dark room has been closed for a while due to refurbishment. Uh, they have taken the scrims down, um, but uh, there is still—it's um, not, not fencing. There's still a. Uh, what do you call it, like a a rope Mm -hmm. uh, blocking the entrance. So you can't go in, uh, but it looks like the outdoor work is done and it should be opening soon.
1: Very good. Um, In Animal Kingdom, the dino bash meet and greets have now been replaced with seating.
0: Well, the meet and greet areas, Mm -hmm. um, they're covered spaces. Right, right. And the characters usually stand in there and meet their guests. And they have decided to put some seating in there for guests. Of course, it took them over a year to do that. uh, But it it allows them to utilize the space and that, uh, you know, sunshade that it provides.
1: It seems like a nice idea, but it's kind of weird. Like, it seems like there should just be, like, benches straight across there. Mm -hmm. But instead, they're, like, dining tables. like Like, chairs. But you can only fit, like, two tables in there. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird. It is. Um, All right. And then... This is uh, this is odd, but in Animal Kingdom, all the dinosaur attraction merchandise has been removed from yeah. all the shops, right?
0: Very weird. No, not just from the shop in uh DinoLand.
1: Well, there was there any I don't think there was dinosaur attraction merchandise anywhere else, right?
0: That is true. Okay. Well, there is that there's a gift shop over in uh, uh, what's the Hester and Chester's Dino-rama. A, a. I think
1: the merchandise was removed from there, too.
0: Gift shop over there, probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, dinosaur stuff has been pulled out. Uh, there are a few shirts that remain, but yeah. you used to be able to buy, like, the ride vehicles mm. and dino shirts. Right. and And, uh, yeah, it's just very generic uh, Disney souvenirs now. You know, it's pretty much candy. And it, it, it's candy pins and lounge fly bags. Yep. Is, is essentially what every gift location is well, becoming. that
1: must be what's selling. Yep. Okay. Now,
0: if they could make dinosaur lounge fly bags. That would be good. It would be good. Yeah.
1: Um, so this story pertains to, I guess, really all of the parks, as well as Disney Springs, and that is that the fitting rooms um, have returned to Walt Disney World.
0: That's right. Fitting rooms have been closed since the park reopened uh, at the, uh, you know, as part of the COVID nineteen protocols. Uh, so, if you want to buy something and try it on, you are now free to do so.
1: That was one of the stupidest things they ever closed in any stores.
0: Uh, yeah. You can't be touching clothes in there.
1: I know, it was so weird. Like, Breathing on you're clothes. You're in your own little cubby. Like, mm-hmm. isn't that better than being anywhere else? Isn't aren't I better off and less exposed to things in my own little cubby than I would be out going all, among the racks with other people?
0: But what happens if you try on your muumuu? Yeah. And you pull it over your head and you breathe on it, and then you decide not to buy it, and then you've just bred coat breathed covid germs into that mommo
1: in the first two months of covid that might have been a valid excuse but we quickly realized that that was not you know happening well, so
0: listen you keep your mommos to yourself
1: yeah right um you have some d23 news
0: that's right d23 was announced uh last month that it would be taking place from november 19th through the 21st at uh the contemporary resort and destination d23 is is kind of a uh, like, like a Comic-Con for Disney, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, D23, um, what they've announced is that there's going to be a welcome presentation with Bob Chapek. Then we're going to have uh, Josh Demaro give us a what's new and what's next for Disney Parks experiences and products. Uh, and that will be uh, updates on some of the most anticipated projects around the world. And we should also be prepared for a surprise or two during that. We'll also get a look at what's new and next from Disney+. Plus. We will get The Musical Memories of Walt Disney World, which is a journey through 50 years of the Walt Disney songbook. Uh, and then uh, we will get uh, performances from Michael James Scott, who is a genie on uh, Disney's Broadway hit, Aladdin. And, as always, they uh, have found a reason to bring out Disney's a cappella sensation, De Capella. <laughs> um, it, it's funny. and Whenever I see that De Capella is going to be there, I'm like, Thank God they own the rights to everything right. because decapella is like uh, – otherwise they'd get no work. Right. Uh, there's going to be the art and imagery of Walt Disney World. It's going to be um, uh, a look at Imagineering's art and photo collections uh, over 50 years. And then uh, the upcoming film Encanto, uh, they're going to have a magical musical world of Encanto. It's going to be a evening celebration uh, of the musical, which is the 60th animated feature from Walt Disney Animation Studios. Do you remember what the 50th uh, feature was? Snow White? The 50th. I don't know. Snow White.
1: You ask ask me these questions. I never know the answers. I give some stupid answer that comes to the first thing that comes out of my mouth, and then you want to criticize me.
0: Tangled. Um,
1: 50th? How is it with the 50th anniversary of Tangled?
0: It's the 50th animated feature. Oh. Are you listening?
1: No, I wasn't. So stop putting me on the spot, please.
0: All right. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of other stuff. We're going to get uh, a look at the park stars and the original characters of of Disney World, like Figment, Big Al, The Orange Bird, and Teddy Barra. And uh, yeah, they're going to have a special campus store that's going to be a pop-up, Mickey's of Glendale. There's going to be a Disney Plus party, and there's going to be some special film screenings. So uh, if you're a D23 member... Uh, tickets go on sale, I believe, on July 29th.
1: Okay. And we will not be going. No. I'm yeah. not a, I don't know. All the D23 stuff just doesn't, doesn't appeal doesn't to me. does thrill you? No.
0: Okay. You're entitled.
1: <laughs> so this is, um, this is a story that is really no longer a story because it happens so often. Um, but the Skyliner gondolas crashed into each other again at the Pop Century Resort.
0: Yeah, it was on the uh, Caribbean Beach Station. Uh, thought it was at Pop Century. It's on the Pop Century line, okay. but uh, departing from the Caribbean Beach Station. Gotcha. So a bunch of cars piled up upon departure. Mm-hmm. It was down for a very short period of time. This is no longer a major issue. No,
1: they don't, they don't think anything of it. They just, you know, I don't know. When the glass breaks, they just sweep up the glass, take and that one out of service, and move on.
0: Give who was ever in the car a couple of fast passes. Yeah. Here you go.
1: Moving on. Um, so we were talking before about Tony's new favorite resort, which is uh, Coronado Springs. They have been working on the area that was the former lobby. Um, they built the tower and then used the former lobby as a part of the connection area. So now when you go to Caribbean Beach, you don't check in at what used to be the lobby of the whole resort, Um, you go over to the tower and on the um, entry floor there, they have a lobby where you check in. Um, So they just left that whole old lobby, just kind of boarded up and and very sad looking. Um, A few months ago, they started doing refurbishment on that to bring it a little bit back to life. And it looks like that is finally finished.
0: They did. They replaced the flooring. They brought brought in new furniture. They unboarded up the old uh, check-in desks. So it is now a very open and airy and welcoming space. They have tables with charging stations, comfortable chairs. This is this is my only downside to this resort mm-hmm. is this is the old check-in area. Mm-hmm. What's usually at the check-in area? Your quick service location right. and your gift shop. Yeah. Now they didn't move the either one of those. Nope. So in order to to go from the gift shop to the check-in area, it's probably a three or four minute walk.
1: It is. I mean, it's and, all covered in indoors, but it's just kind of weird. And
0: you've got to go up like a flight to get up there because the check ins on is one floor above the yeah. level of the original check-in.
1: Yeah.
0: I, it should have been like a separate check-in building for that, that tower. I don't know why they had to mess with things.
1: Yeah. I mean, I liked Coronado Springs the way it was. I'm not a fan of the tower. Mm-hmm. Some people love it. Um, I don't. But- I'm happy to see this space at least refurbished. It, at least it isn't sad anymore. And right. if you didn't know any better, if you if you hadn't been there previously, um, it's a slightly smoother transition. Whereas, you know, four months ago, if you were walking through this space and you had never been to this resort, you'd be like, what
0: right. is like, story? Why like, is this, this all is boarded it up? It's yeah. dark.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so looking much better um, and more fitting with the new style of the resort. Um, sort of the theming falls more in with the way the tower is themed. Okay, Um, let's move to Disney Cruise Line news. Um, There is an, let's see, there's some updates about the Rainforest Room.
0: That's right, the Rainforest Room, which is one of the highlights of uh, the Disney Cruise. For us. It's uh, it's a room, it's a relaxation room. So mm -hmm. it's scented, there's sounds. There's there's, showers. There's showers, there's, there's mists, there's scented showers, there's heated stone chairs, there's hot tubs. And you can normally go in for what is it like fifteen dollars a day or or you buy yeah, like a pass I mean, for the cruise it's been
1: changing, yeah. but yeah, it used to be like a single day, maybe it was like fifteen, I think it had gone up, may have been more might have been twenty five but you could, you could spend as long as you wanted in there. you had access to the whole um to to the whole spa in the sense that you could go use the locker rooms and and in the locker rooms they're very nice showers, and they have all the um, shampoos and so you know it was just a nice way to kind of pamper yourself for a fairly low amount of money right,
0: without having to pay for spa services
1: right you're not yeah. paying $100 for a massage it. so yeah. Uh, yeah it was
0: so was nice. as part of the return to cruising they have modified things slightly and I'm only going to talk about what we're doing in the US I'm not sure that we have that many listeners in the UK right uh, but as far as the Rainforest Room goes they are only opening the room the room for one travel party at a time yikes That party can accommodate up to 10 guests, and you will get one hour and 45 minutes in the Rainforest Room at a cost of $175.
1: That's not that bad. It's
0: not that bad if you have 10 friends who are going. If you and I wanted to go, it's still $175 for an hour and a half.
1: But you get the room all to yourself. You can... How long are you really going to be there? I mean, some people go and spend forever in there, but like, how long do you really need? And it would be kind of nice. Like we've done um, the exotic ras- Razul thing. Razul.
0: massage um,
1: wasn't a massage. That no. was just a room. Um, they had like mud. You had it was you had like an hour in there. You know, you, you spread mud on yourself. You sat around. They had some saunas, um, and that wasn't cheap. I mean, that no. was that was for two people. It was probably one hundred and twenty dollars. So I'm still
0: pulling mud out of crevices. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Um, I feel like this is sort of a similar thing, and yes, it might be expensive for two guests, but even if you were like four, so if you're just traveling with another couple, right. it's kind of nice. You can be as loud as you want. Like there's not like shushing, you know, because when you'd go before it, it's a, it's a relaxation room. So it was rude if you were talking, which was rough because if you went with like a friend, you wanted to chat, but you really weren't supposed to. I don't hate it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would probably only do it if I was, like, with another couple, you know, right. if there were, like, at least four of us. Or if I could
0: find eight other friends. And it's only $17 a person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty cheap. And, yeah, you can't stay all day. You've got, you know, you've got your right. small period of time. But I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Um, some new sailings have been added uh, to the Magic.
0: Yeah, for October and November of this year, which is interesting. Because cruises are usually added 18 months in right. advance. Um, but we all know that the Magic is over in the United Kingdom right now doing their staycations. And uh, there was a gap. We know that they canceled some of the New York dates. Uh, and um, when the Magic returns to London on October 4th, there was a large gap until November 8th. Okay. And what did they do? Well, they decided to put in some three- and four-night Bahamian sailings from Miami, which is the next port the Magic will be going to. So uh, Thursday, October 21st will be a three-night Halloween cruise from Miami. October 24th will be a four-night Halloween cruise. October 28th is a three-night Halloween cruise. October 31st is a four-night Halloween cruise. And Thursday, November 4th is a four-night Bahamian cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are all bookable as we speak.
1: I think as the dates get close, those are going to be kind of cheap. Yeah. I think if there's, uh, if you're a travel agent, if you're a Florida resident and you want to go, keep your eye open because I think, um, and it's such a short time anyway. Right. So, I mean, how many people can really just book like that? Who's going to pay full price Yeah. to, to book something that's like just around the corner? Yep. No time to plan. So keep an eye on those. All right. Um, what is this story? Um, it's about cinema. It's entertainment. What's CinemaCon? So
0: CinemaCon is the North America, the National Association of Theater Owners, and it's uh, when they get together and they talk about upcoming movies. All the studios go. They give presentations, um, and that is supposed to happen in uh, very, very soon, next month, so August. Um, well, Disney has decided to pull out uh no other studios have pulled out yet but uh disney has pulled out and they're not going to have their executives go uh, because they are concerned about the covid-19 case rate in las vegas uh, other studios have mentioned that they are monitoring uh but they still plan on holding their present- presentations uh with studio chairman and distribution's heads distribution heads at caesar's palace um as i said disney has decided to pull out And instead of giving their presentation, they're offering attendees an advanced screening of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: (sighs) Disney's kind of being asses here. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is nothing new these days. Right. I don't have much more to say about that. Okay. Um, Let's go to Universal. Jurassic World um, is, well, well, the Velasa Coaster's new. Yes. Jurassic World isn't new. No. Um, But near VelociCoaster, they have added an arch.
0: That's right. The iconic Jurassic World arch that you see uh, in all of their advertising and was the archway from the original movie. Uh, On the bridge there, they originally gave us a cage. Then they added some netting. Then they added a little more netting. Well, they have now added a Jurassic World arch to make that cage uh, look a little more presentable. So
1: it's an additional arch, right? This isn't the only arch that's there. It's
0: an additional arch, correct. The, the arch frames the cage.
1: Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. It
0: does. All
1: right. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, the CDC's new guidelines. Yes. Go ahead.
0: Um, so the CDC uh, is now recommending that uh, fully vaccinated resume wearing masks indoors. And, uh, you know, parts of Florida, well, most of Florida and L.A. County and Orange County and California are seeing uh, high transmission rates right now. And, um, you know, they're just trying to say that uh, the scientific data says that uh, maybe masks need to be worn again mm-hmm. uh, to prevent the spread, especially of the Delta variant. And uh, there have not yet been any uh, press releases from Disney or Universal uh, about their Florida or California parks. Uh, Florida mayor... Orange County, Florida Mayor Jerry Demings has urged individuals to mask up and is asking biz- businesses to require masks again. Um, he cannot mandate it uh, due to some uh, legislation put in place by Governor DeSantis in Florida that prohibits individual counties from making their own mask mandates. Mm-hmm. So if a mask mandate is to come, it has to come uh, and originate from the businesses. Um, I would not be surprised to see a mask uh, mandate come through From at least Disney
1: I hope they didn't Throw away all those signs
0: Very sure I know right <laughs> um, So that's uh, That's where we stand I mean they
1: were so excited Like you saw them All in like bins Right, right. All these like mask signs Yeah um, Yeah I mean I went through it uh, A couple of months ago um, You know We have all these masks Around the house And we don't wear them anymore mm-hmm. So yeah, I started You know Piling them up Into a like You know A bag and stuff and I'm like Am I gonna save these Or do I just Throw them out Because really, at the time, two months ago, I was like, we're never going to wear these things again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now here we are again, that they're coming back, and I think I need to pull out my bag of masks. So um, I'm sure it's the same thing with Disney. I think they probably are going to bring back the mask mandate for indoors, and uh, those signs will be coming back out. Hopefully, Um, the plexiglass doesn't come back.
0: I would not be surprised. The
1: plexiglass will not come back. No. The plexiglass plexiglass was so stupid. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: We all agree. (laughs) We do.
1: All right. That's all I have. Our last
0: story is on international travel restrictions uh, due to the Delta variant concerns. Uh, And the White House has announced that they will not lift any travel restrictions due to the COVID-19 Delta variant. Currently, non-U.S. citizens who have been to the United Kingdom, Ireland, China, India, South Africa, Iran, Brazil, or 26 nations in Europe without internal border controls are barred from entering the U.S. Um, The U.S. Homeland Security Department has confirmed that the borders with Canada and Mexico will remain closed to non-essential travel until August 21st. However, Canada said it will allow fully vaccinated tourists from the U.S. uh, into their country starting Mm -hmm. on August 9th. Right right now, the CDC is saying that the seven-day average of new cases in the U.S. was up 53% from the previous week and that the Delta variant comprises more than 80% of the country's current cases. So uh, international travel, it's a good thing. Uh, that means no international travelers at Disney World.
1: It's not, yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not. I feel bad, though, for there's so many people, um, especially Canadians who have I mean, Disney World trips coming up. Right. Um, some, we have some cruises coming up, and, and some of the cruisers are from Canada and the UK. Uh, I, our cruises aren't that far away. specifically a January cruise, and uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to come.
0: Yep. We'll see. Time will tell. Yep. All right. Get your shot.
1: That's right.
0: All right. Any other uh, final words? Nope. That's it. All right. Have a great couple of days. Until Friday, I'm Tony. And
1: I'm Cheryl.
0: And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.